Hi, Noah Taxi Nation, it's Thoughtful Tuesday. So last week we talked a little bit about how to prepare for your first visit to the neurologist. One of the things that came up as a result of that podcast was, what do I do if my doctor doesn't know about ataxia? And you know what, that's a really good possibility. There are doctors or neurologists that don't know a whole lot about ataxia. And it's our role to educate them so that they can better help us. Because just because they don't know about it doesn't mean that they can't be a resource for us and help us. So I want to point you to a good resource. It's the National Ataxia Foundation's website. And you can get to it by typing in ataxia.org. They have a lot of great information in a PDF format that you can print off and bring with you to your neurologist appointment. So now let's talk about that day of the appointment and how to set up for success so that you have the most productive time with your neurologist. So I want to first give you an overview of three things that you really want to keep front and center in your mind when you're going into this appointment. One is making sure that you get all your questions and concerns answered. Two is that you leave there with a go forward plan that you know what's expected. And three is that you also leave there with a communication plan. So let's take a step back and um, let me give you a little bit more detail about each of these three things. So the first one is making sure all your questions and concerns are answered. So asking the questions that you've prepared is the easy part. The difficult part is to really understand the answers. A lot of times we go to these appointments and let's face it, they're doctors and sometimes they are very technical in their responses. So you want to make sure that you're leaving there really understanding what was discussed. And here's three ways that you can do that. The first way is you can bring someone with you. That second set of ears is invaluable. If that's not an option, you can ask the neurologist, can you tape record the appointment? A lot of them don't mind and will allow you to do that. I really like that option because then I can re-listen to it as many times as I want. I can stop it. I can rewind it. I can take notes from it. So I really like that option. And then the third thing you can do is take notes. And you can pause the neurologist. You know, you can say, geez, you're talking about some really great things here, but I want a minute just to, you know, pause you so that I can take some notes. Now that might not be an option for everyone because I know that some people with ataxia, your handwriting is really impacted. And so, you know, taking notes is not an option for everyone, but maybe the one of the other two options would work well for you if that's your situation. The second thing was, you know, making sure that you know the go forward plan. And what I mean by that is talk to the neurologist about how often will you need to go in and see them. Will you need to go once a year? twice a year, quarterly, like what is the cadence of appointments and when should your very next appointment be scheduled? So you really want to make sure that you understand that. And then the third thing is all about communication. So inevitably, when you leave the appointment, there will be a question or concern that arise. 
And so uh, how do you communicate that to the neurologist? Do you do it through email? Do you do it through phone? And do you communicate directly with the neurologist or do you do the communication with somebody on the neurologist staff? So you really want to make sure you understand that as well. So these pieces of information are intended to just give you a framework to work within, but you certainly can set it up as you need it to be. But I have found in my experience that if I go in and I am, um, you know, prepared with either recording the visit or having that second set of ears or taking notes, I get more out of the visit. Also, I have found that, you know, creating that go forward plan and really understanding that with the neurologist is key because it sets my expectations for what is coming. And then to know how to communicate to them if something should arise, that always puts my mind at ease too, because I know that if something were to happen, I know the process to get to my doctor so that I can get those things answered. So I hope you found this information helpful. This is really just based on my experience, but I've been, um, you know, John and I have been working with our neurologist for the last 10 years. So hopefully some of this will help you, especially if it's your first appointment. So have a great rest of your day, everyone, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening in to the Did You Know podcast with your host, Dana Morrow. Please subscribe to this channel to hear all of the latest podcasts. We hope that this podcast has provided you with valuable information and inspires you to advocate for yourself and educate everyone in your circle. Remember, you are the expert and best spokesperson for your rare disease. Thank you. Thank you.